you're listening to Fully You Podcast. This podcast is about making you feel good and living a fulfilling, abundant lifestyle. Making a living from living fully you. Hello, I'm Diane Clemenceau and I'm a rapid transformational hypnotherapist. One of my clients, Flamenco Woman, has asked me an interesting question. After my rapid transformational therapy session with you, I seem to be having outbreaks of explosive reactions with my partner when my boundaries are crossed. How can I set healthy boundaries in my life and in my relationship? Well, thank you for asking this question. Setting healthy boundaries are essential for maintaining respect for yourself and within the relationship. As you set healthy boundaries, it allows you to keep that balance within yourself so you can stay in that loving place and you can go through hiccups in relationships knowing that your balance is still there. Now it is understandable that as you come out of a rapid transformational therapy session that some changes are taking place in you, changes in your beliefs and changes in your habits. And as you are in a relationship, sometimes it takes time for your partner to adjust to these changes because as you know, the mind loves what's familiar And now that you have changed, it can be quite challenging for your partner to suddenly understand that you have a new set of boundaries. It's almost like you've been dancing a dance with him for several years and all of a sudden you come home and you've changed the moves on this dance. And so he just needs a little time to understand the new moves you've chosen and learn them so he can dance along with you and keep the harmony at flow. So it really comes down to communication. We communicate so that our relationships feel good, whether it is with a partner or with others. Communication is key to healthy relationships. So whether you are communicating within a familiar relationship or a new relationship, these relationships are still with humans and given that we're not perfect beings, there's going to be some dysfunctions in the way we communicate. Trying to make it perfect is hardly possible. Now communicating when things get hard, that's even more of an art. We all carry our own baggage and when we come together and bang our heads in confrontation, It happens that our baggage spills and it gets all mixed up with one another and then we fight over whose is what and try to work out whose mess it was. Yet this baggage is our history and it makes up of who we are. It's our scars of growth and wisdom. It's the tattoos that are placed on our lives. Obviously by working with the subconscious mind we can let go of some of this baggage which is the work we do with rapid transformational therapy. And as far as relationships are concerned, we also have to understand that relationships change over time. As we grow as people and things change, we need to constantly redefine our relationships. And this can create confrontation in what we do, say, and even what we don't say. Silence is quite a powerful way to communicate in itself. So some tools to shift over from a communication method that brings about confrontation to a communication method that brings on carefrontation is to make a bold declaration on who you are and who you're becoming and then just staying consistent with that. 
So sometimes we want to change and depending on how the people around us react on how we've changed, we shy away and hide away in our little shells and then we're like, well actually this rejection is not doing me any good and it's quite understandable because we come onto this planet longing for connection and love and it is our innate survival need. And indeed there are many different tools that can be applied to become rejection proof. But most importantly, you need to give yourself permission to be fully you. The world is changing and we are changing with it. So be that change you want to be. Own it. And eventually the others around you will adjust to who you've chosen to be and dance along with your new moves. It is your duty to remain patient and also understanding of others as you dance your new moves that they need some time to adjust. And as you upgrade your ways of communication, you are also stepping out of your comfort zone to actually make what's been unfamiliar familiar, which is to communicate in a whole new way, where before you even enter the space of communication, you set yourself a clear goal, a clear intention, that you're going to leave this conversation in a better place, with an intact relationship. Because as we explained before, it's all about maintaining healthy boundaries and we communicate to maintain those healthy boundaries, to set them and to maintain them and to discuss them. And that's what we do as grown-ups. We learn to communicate better. Many relationships break down because the communication breaks down and when a little challenge comes up, Instead of actually taking the time to communicate properly, it just becomes an explosion and then the relationships stop and you don't want to see the person anymore. And that's quite sad because sometimes you share beautiful dreams with those people and you love them. You don't want it to be all over because of one misunderstanding or a series of misunderstandings which could have been solved with better communication. In fact, confrontation comes from the concept of I'm right and you're wrong which is something very common in our society, trying to prove the other person wrong. And it creates this instant separation. As you know, communication is core to bonding a relationship or destroying it. So when someone makes you wrong all the time and proves you wrong, shows you wrong so that they can be right, you don't really want to be with that person anymore and you stop trusting them to hear you and respect you and treat you with honor as it should be. And sometimes when we communicate we're more interested in being heard than what's being said. So we're going to learn new ways of communicating. Again, as we touched base on earlier, carefrontation has a powerful intention of keeping the relationship intact. It's actually less about what you're going to say. The idea is that we walk away from this conversation feeling solid, we're on the same page and we're walking hand in hand, side by side. We're in this together. It is the opportunity to meet in a, in a caring, mindful way. Because having difficult conversations is part of everyday life and that's where the risk of things to explode comes in. Some key rules I've been taught by my mentors is number one, to honor and acknowledge the person you're having the conversation with and you show them that you value the relationship, which is why you're choosing to have this conversation to clean things up. Then you express what it is that you need support with to have your needs met. So some ways you can honor and acknowledge the other person is by using some of the following sentences. What I appreciate about you is 
what I respect about you is, what I admire about you is, and what I love about you is. And then just make your genuine request. I need your support in what would work better for me is, and can we make an agreement too? And just take a deep breath and ground, knowing that the fact that you have chosen to do this is positive for the relationship to yourself and your needs, as well as your partners. And this is the beauty of setting boundaries, is that you understand what are your needs, where and how do you feel safe. And then you build boundaries around that and you set them so that you don't get to that point in your relationship where you feel like your boundaries are crossed and you need to explode. So for example, you would say, I need your support with cleaning up the house on a regular basis because it's really important for me to have a tidy space to live in. Or what would work better for me is, or can we make an agreement to... By saying these, you ask for permission, which means the other person has an opportunity to listen and has a choice in this communication. So it's just a matter of being more open to the other person, understanding and acknowledging that they're going through their own journey with their own difficulties and challenges. And as you meet them, you both meet halfway. And it's a matter of practicing. And as you practice, you just become better at it. And as you get better at it, you realize that you really win those relationships back. And you just get closer to that person because you've been able to set boundaries properly by including the other person with humility. It's not necessarily about winning. It's about winning the relationship back. So that you feel respected and you can be in that perfect balance, in that place where you can operate with lovability. So boundaries are extremely important. And in fact, this is something that needs to be taught in schools of how to set boundaries in a wonderful way when we're still young. Because we need to do that throughout life. I have another mentor who clearly explains that healthy boundaries are essential for compassion for vulnerability, for empathy. That's what makes it real. Boundaries is a way to respect yourself as well as the other person. And obviously you love this other person, so it's not pushing them away. Boundaries is what keeps it all together because it allows you to be fully you. In fact, avoiding conflict seems to be one of the biggest issues that people are dealing with in leadership, in personal effectiveness. The irony is the more conflict is avoided, the worse it gets because people tend to function in fight-or-flight mode. We prefer to avoid issues that trigger fight-or-flight responses. So again, just becoming aware also of the way that you express the message and having it land successfully to meet the desired outcome. Just about how we do it through the tone of voice, through the pace we speak, through the volume of our voice and the intention behind what we say. Again, when we communicate from that place of balance and lovability and acceptance in our heart, the conversation goes way smoother. It is just a matter of making it familiar. 
And if it is new for you to set boundaries, then just explain that to your partner as well and tell them that you appreciate that they are in your life and that they are with you through these moments of change and that you need support with learning how to set healthy boundaries to keep that balance within yourself. And you'll be surprised by how your partner responds and how much this will draw you both together closer. And he might even learn from the way you do things and then you can inspire each other to communicate in a way healthier way. Just take a breath and know that it's completely normal that it takes practice. We don't always succeed at the first go. It's just an everyday action that we need to make familiar. And it also takes courage to let go of our set point of views and ways of thinking And it also takes patience and deep listening and commitment for love to be present in this relationship that has broken down and to mend it back together by doing what you are doing, which is to ask the right questions and seek the help you need to make it work. So well done, my friend, for reaching out and opening your heart and acknowledging that you've been explosive and that there's better ways of setting healthy boundaries. And to be honest, this is something that I'm also still working on on a daily basis. So there is nothing wrong with making mistakes every now and again. The importance is that we're learning, growing and getting better at it. Because our intention is to share love, peace and harmony in our households, our families, our relationships. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, then please leave a five-star review on iTunes. Also, I would like to gift you a free 15-minute consultation over the phone. Please visit my website, fullyupodcast.com and message me to book it in today.